See It or Screw It is a spoiler-heavy show. If that's an issue for you, then you can currently watch RoboCop 1987 and RoboCop 2014 on Amazon Prime. If that's not an issue for you, then on with the show. You seem so so excited about tw- the twenty fourteen version. Can't, you can't throw shade before even. You know, like, this, free, this free, free. No, that my was great. Damn show, I can throw all the shade I want. It all right. Perfect. Well, with that, welcome to Cedar. Screw it. My name's TJ Davis. He him pronouns alongside. I'm Emily Schick, and my pronouns are she and her. And I'm Dan Murphy, and my pronouns are he and him. I'm Borak. He him. And on this episode, we are doing a needless remake. Uh, we are talking about the 1987 and the 2014 movies of RoboCop. We will not be talking about RoboCop 2, RoboCop 3, RoboCop the series throughout this because uh, I... What about RoboCop the animated series? Can we talk about that? No, no, no. <laughs> we're, we're not talking about either animated series. What about RoboCop? that RoboCop fried chicken commercial, which is... Oh, uh, we can <laughs> definitely talk career. about that because oh, like that is... Because it's an official... What about the planned reboot of the reboot? Uh, oh, God. Or, or the there sequel was no of way the reboot? They were just gonna let it Robocop go. Returns. I was shocked actually to see how long ago the reboot was, though. I was like, fuck. Yeah. Just, it was one of those I feel old moments for sure because I feel oh, like yes. it just I feel like it just happened and I just for, you know, I forgot. Well, about I mean, it's it's interesting. The pandemic in between. So, yeah, but I mean, know. it's 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 interesting to consider that the Robocop uh, remake took place before Robert the Cop. Trump presidency. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I think that if that had come out, like, even two years later, if it was filming in, like, 2015, yeah, it could have made it, yeah, more interesting. Yeah. I mean, uh, honestly, there are ideas there. Issues... They're just kind of half-assed. Yeah, yeah. one of my uh, biggest issues with the remake is, like, making a RoboCop remake that's PG-13 because it was supposed to be a $60 million movie, and then it exploded to like 130 million they were like well we need to try and recoup some money so we're you have to make it a pg-13 it's like it's just it it feels dull and neutered similar to another verhoven remake that we will talk about at some point because we'll we'll totally we'll totally talk about total recall and that remake at some point probably yeah oh is my interwebs being weird no no no. No. you it's just everyone's talking you're just being weird so yeah I'm always being weird. Yep. All right. Well, first up, we're going to talk about the 1987 RoboCop, uh, you know, starring uh, like directed by Paul Verhoeven, uh, starring Peter Weller, Nancy Allen, Kurtwood Smith, Ronnie Cox, Miguel Ferrer, um, fucking has artwork by Phil Tippett, has mm-hmm. uh, practical effects done by Rob Botton. Uh, if you don't know who those guys are, you should look them up because they're both they phenomenal rule. what they do. God like, this is Rob Botton pretty much coming off of doing Carpenter's The Thing. And yeah, what a it's fucking like... back-to-back. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> but, it's, uh, like, it's like McTiernan's of uh, Predator Die Hard. Oh, yeah. So, no, that, that was a great back-to-back. I mean, I, I think, think that I think that for next movie after this was Total Recall, though. So that's a pretty yeah. fucking rad back-to-back as well. Hell yeah, because yeah, I think it was uh, this Total Recall, Basic Instinct, Showgirls, um, Starship Which will be Troopers. a Borax pick. Showgirls <laughs> will show, be a Borax pick. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, I will, I will throw that on the spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I just, I've never, I, you know, I want to more that I want to deep dive on it than anything else and actually kind of figure out the movie because I only saw it. Well, it's, it's such I was a as, weird. I was as baffled as everyone else. It's but. such a weird situation because, as uh, like, I, Showgirls was a legitimately super hot script that everyone wanted to make. And then it became like one of the, like, most disliked movie i've ever released so yeah, it's i know like, that i've only ever watched it once myself so i would be yeah. super interested to dive back into that at some time uh, and one yeah. i would like to check and tie in with the culture at that time you know to see kind of was everyone in a very kind of prudish puritanical vibe at that time for some reason in america that kind well, of i mean america is still like always that. in that mode <laughs> yeah like, no i mean yeah. america's always in that mode others. i mean in in th- it's pretty like clear violence? that yes that's fine yeah, tits i got a problem with that yeah i mean i i, I think yeah. that really a big part of it is that just the acting and the directing are not up to whatever was in the script and there were probably some significant rewrites of the script that really took it down um but i can't really verify that um yeah i think so. we need to watch the full uncut long one Ugh. yeah also i've never seen it oh man I, I wish that i had access to my dvds at the moment because i would have rewatched the director's cut uh like i i have a copy of the criterion edition director's cut of robocop nice. oh yeah yeah nice the, uh, the and it's not that much longer. God, this made it's not that much longer. It just collection. has like the audio commentary. Oh Dan, no. Oh Dan, no. You don't like this. Movie, Dan, th- this is this is number twenty three in the Criterion Collection. So it was really <laughs> right early so. on. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Do you not like this movie, Dan? I'm sorry, Dan. I I, I think this here. movie has issues that have gotten for me. worse with time, but um, we'll we'll get into it. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get into it. But hey, before we get into the movie, let's get into the first movie. Uh, In the near future, Dystopia Detroit is on the brink of societal and financial collapse. Overwhelmed by a crime and dwindling resources, the city grants the megacorporation Omni Consumer Products, OCP, control over the Detroit Police Department. OCP Senior President Dick Jones demonstrates Ed 209. Dick Jones. I work for Jones. I work for Jones. His name is said so many fucking times in this movie. It's insane. And interestingly, his boss, his name is never said. Yes. No, I do find it really funny that throughout the first three uh, Robocop movies, the old man is never given a name. He's only ever referred to as the old the man. The old man. And that's like, uh, is that the guy from Halloween 3? Could be. I don't know. I, like, know fucking... I, I've got my thing pulled up. You can you can look it up and see if that's the guy from Halloween Three. <laughs> no, I'll TJ. I just thought you would just jump right on that. Like, oh, I mean, I love Halloween Three because it's such a weird ass movie. But I yeah, regretfully only watched it like two or three times. Uh, I he's think got that an he Irish might name be the evil guy, Hurley or O'Hulahan or yeah, like. that might be him then because I remember seeing some Irish name. Oh, well, yeah. What I find really funny is like before this movie, like Kurtwood Smith and uh, Kurtwood Smith would always play like intellectuals and uh, Ronnie Cox would always play like nice guys. Yeah. And then the after this, like this Ronnie is, Cox just uh... like got cast as because like I mostly remember him from this Total Recall and Star Trek The Next Generation, Jellico. 
where he yeah. just like plays dick bags throughout all of them and i love it yeah it's the oh, same yeah it's the same guy from halloween 3 anyway also Denver. okay nice yeah. <laughs> also i love kurtwood i mean okay yeah kurtwood smith after this kind of took on like the like uh he's still really more... difficult to distinguish from red so. Yeah, he's yeah. kind of it's kind of like he took on the asshole role, but like he's not always like a malicious asshole. Like yeah, Red he's just sort of like an abrasive asshole. asshole. Yeah. yeah. Cro- Whereas cro- like crotchety old man. But like he's actually a solid villain. Like he's I, I think he does pretty well here, but like, come on, man. Year from Year of Hell part one and two. Yeah, I mean it's easy yeah. to take yeah. him so oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I mean, there's a bunch of people in this movie who are also in different Star Treks. So I mean, yeah. 162 credits god damn <laughs> Kurtwood Smith works oh yeah, yeah. he does that's a fucking like, this movie, a this movie is like light. so full of like random dudes of the oh. well who didn't really become like bigger until the 90s but like this was sort of the movie I guess that really showed a lot of people of like oh hey they have range because yeah. there's Emil, who I forget the name of the actor, but like he's the guy from ER who uh lo- the oh, dick yeah. bag from ER That's who loses his arm. Um, yeah. <laughs> then there's Ray Wise, which like always yeah, love, to see Ray yeah. Wise. Like, Ray, I always forget that he's in it, and I'm just like, oh my god, Leland Palmer's in this movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, so all right, quick fun fact: at the end of shooting, he uh, he ended up taking home his costuming. And he was, he is on record of having said, it's wrapped up like Laura Palmer. And it's just like the nerd in me, nice. like, geeks out. It's yeah. just wrapped in plastic. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, no, there's some, there's so many good people in this. But like, let me blow your mind a little bit. I was like, oh, I wonder how old uh, Kurtwood Smith was in this movie. In this, it, like, when this was released, so probably not during filming, he was two years older than I am now. Wow. Look at the difference between how we look. Like 40, look at like it, being in your early it's 40s. It's an audio medium, they can. But be, <laughs> I mean, being in your early 40s in the 80s, like was a totally different thing, apparently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, especially, uh, he probably just like, oh, I'm going bald, fuck it. <laughs> And then just, just like so hard, many wrinkles hard for, for the rest of his life. Never wore sunscreen once. Yeah, he's just yeah. like, I do not give a fuck. Oh, and I wonder if he's like old enough to have been in Nam. Uh he would be old enough to have been in Nam, but I don't oh, know wow. if he was. Uh he he's he's 80. He's like he's older yeah. he's older than my mom. Oh wow. It's uh Google Autofill did he serve in the military? when I put in, did Kurtwood. That's pretty insane, isn't it? Well, did he? <laughs> I'm finding out. I'm finding out. <laughs> Phil, 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 Phil. Yeah, he was in the Navy. Oh, all right. No, wait. No, See? that's a, no. no, that's Red Foreman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. All right. Uh, well, let's keep on keeping on. Yeah. Uh, the Ed 209 malfunction then brutally kills an executive, allowing ambitious young executive Bob Morton to introduce the chairman the old man, to his own project, RoboCup. Uh, meanwhile, Officer Alex Murphy is transferred to the Metro West Precinct. Murphy and his new partner, Ann Lewis, uh, played by Nancy Allen, and they just kept on like cutting her hair shorter and shorter because they didn't want to give an impression of making her a love interest. Like They, they really wanted her to 
you know. I mean, and that's one of the things this movie partner. does. Like, I love the fact that this movie doesn't make her a love interest. So yeah, yeah. no, there are a lot of like tropey things of that time that Verhoeven yeah. puts on their head, which yeah. I, I really enjoy. It's just it's such a refreshing like, and I just and and the more you look into. mindset of like one of the fucking 60s directors you know who's just like i fucking hate this country i fucking hate yeah. guns and he and and then you know with this powerful uh you know his family running away from the nazis as well which like uh plays into no i mean we'll we'll get into it with the with the reboot but there's definitely sort of like a, a very strong like anti-corporatism bent in robocop that is significantly softened in uh oh yeah it's not even yeah not even. It doesn't even attempt it it does attempt it, but poorly. Yeah, very. Yeah. I mean, the half-hearted, like yeah. I Bill mean, Riley, Sam, Sam Jackson. No, no. I mean, the fact of the matter is, cost. You know, no, uh, you you still have um, uh, Michael Keaton as the villain, but like, oh yeah, and Jay Baruchel. But they just yeah. yeah, they don't get into the nitty gritty of it. They're not interested no, no. in that yeah. that story at all. Yeah. But like honestly, the fact that it, I I felt like it didn't really try to either. So like the the nice things I'll say about that movie is that uh, a lot of times where it could just be dumb fan service or a repetition yeah. of the original it is trying to do something different it's just not very good at it you know yeah some of its missteps are similar to the missteps of the uh a nightmare on elm street remake of like we're gonna go back and take ideas actually, really. uh don't don't waste your time until i make it a needless remake yeah um <laughs> i'm in no rush yeah um but jack jack you're freddy krueger then he was in this yeah well no he he, he was in, in the, ne the next movie yeah, yeah sorry yeah sorry. i'm jumping uh, ahead carry on yeah we got a lot of movie to get through here we, we got a lot of movie to get through and then a whole other movie to get through <laughs> all right but uh, but yeah it, like similar issues of you know taking story elements from uh, like original drafts of the previous movie's script and then carrying those over to the remake but like doing them super ham-handedly which yeah. happened a bit in the remake to this with right. like the whole, uh, you know, wife and son subplot was in like the first or second draft oh, of yeah. This we'll, movie. we'll get we'll get into but, it with the when we get to the what, remake, what I imagine the is, wife and son stuff is awful. When so. when they wait this long, there was pro like you say there was probably a ton of really great concepts, but all muddled together. Well, I mean, I, and, I and at... whoever and then someone gets stuck with the bag eventually. Where they're like, well, yeah. it's it's a go, it's a go project now. And well, then there's they a whole take the there's a whole Aronofsky script that's there's a whole Aronofsky script that was abandoned for a reboot. So you know, right. Like, I but would that, be is that available? To read that. Yeah, uh, I'm sure you can find it somewhere. But like, I, you know, the fact of the matter is, it sets it in the distant future, which I think automatically makes it a problem. So yeah, you know, isn't like, 2014 kind of? 2014 is set no. in 2030 something, or is it 2028? Oh, is it that close? 20, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I, like this one is a little more ambiguous because some people yeah. are like, it yeah. takes place in 97. It takes place in 2014. It takes place in 2049. I think it's they like, don't they establish a year in one of the sequels, but may, uh, like, sequels. like it is ambiguous in this. But I do think that it was intended to be like within 50 years. 
So, um, and you know, I mean, the writers have talked about how they were inspired by uh, it. it's the absolute it's the, best decision the, the to fall out of anything. the fallout of uh, Reaganomics. So, like Reaganomics yeah. taken to the worst extreme. So, in my but, head, kind of anyway, it, it's uh, like five years after the movie came out, you know, in real life or whatever. Oh yeah, no, I mean, you it's know. the same that's, bullshit a, that they pull with all. And the by them not movies. by them not saying a year. You just do the math. You, you just make your own thing, and that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, no, you haven't you haven't put yourself into a box where you have to question every choice thirty years on when you watch the movie. It's just yeah, you know the the not so distant future. Uh, also, yeah, I love this, they filmed in yeah. Dallas because the city looks so futuristic in eighty five or whenever the fuck they started filming. Well, I mean, they definitely use some like matte painting bullshit of inserting buildings to the skyline. Yeah, oh, like, so yeah. disrespectful. <laughs> Mm-hmm. fucking right. map paintings in this movie are gorgeous <laughs> yeah not all of them but many of them like honestly a large part of this actually holds up really well there's like one shot towards yes, the end that it's like shot. man that Giant long, awful long, arm, long arms jones <laughs> yeah <laughs> flying down the building for some reason yes i'm not gonna detract much more from that this movie right. than that than that scene though all right murphy and his new partner and lewis pursue notorious criminal clarence Boddicker, red foreman and his gang mm-hmm. emil antonowski uh leon nash joe cox and steve mint the gang ambushes and tortures murphy until Boddicker fatally shoots him Morton has Murphy's corpse uh, converted into Robocop, a powerful and heavily armored cyborg with no memory of his former life. Robocop is programmed with three prime directives. Technically four, but it's going to mention that at the end of this. Serve the public trust, protect the innocent, and uphold the law. A fourth prime directive, Directive 4, is classified. Um, Ooh, I, wonder, I bet that's gonna, not going to have any bearing on the plot whatsoever. Not at all. Oh, no. Not, not at all. Not at all. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Just like that, you know? No no meaning, no build-up, no setting whatsoever. Oh, the callbacks, and, the, the setups and callbacks in this are great. And it's just like, how did they fuck it up so badly in the Oh, that yeah. was a real bad one. Oh, that was a, that really was a groaner. That was a yeah. groaner. That's near the end of the movie where I'm just so checked out. I fucking <laughs> buy that for a the last half hour of that movie. Yeah. Blows. So boring. Uh, all right. Robocop is assigned to Metro West and hailed by the media for his brutally efficient campaign against crime. Lewis suspects he is Murphy, recognizing the unique way he holsters his gun, a trick Murphy learned to impress his son because of TJ Laser. Yep, yeah, shout out love to that. TJ's. Yeah, TJ Laser is cool. Uh, yeah, no, the, the the ridiculous holstering the gun callback mm-hmm. is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, it looks cool when he does it. It looks cool yeah, stupid, but it looks cool. So. <laughs> uh, during, Murphy, during maintenance, Robocop experiences a nightmare of Murphy's death. He leaves the station and encounters Lewis, who addresses him as Murphy. While on patrol, Robocop arrests Emil, who recognizes Murphy's mannerisms. No. Recognizes, dead or alive, you're coming with me. Um, Furthering Robocop's recall, Robocop then uses the police database to identify Emil's associates and reviews Murphy's police record. Also, I love that, like, 
this dude is brand new and apparently there are all these different places or at least two different places that he can uh, shove in his data spike. I mean, mm. technically three, but, you know, two of them are meant for his data spike. Yeah, but I mean, in it, I, the implication is that that's just a common like thing. It's like I, I wish they showed other machines using that data spike, but ultimately it's just kind of like. I clearly you stole this from Star Wars and thought it was cool when R two D two did this shit. So like, yeah, I, you know, and, and they're upfront about it. Like, I basically like his his armor design is loosely based off of C three PO. Um, oh yeah, because C three PO is just such a like the the polar opposite in terms of characterization. <laughs> yeah. But in terms yeah, of, just I mean, it's like a three melding... It's like a three PO. I'd love to see them face beefy. off actually. Now that you talk about it, that <laughs> but yeah, Mel, it's just sort of how do you make someone look like they're a robot? Like, like how do you get something that fits so tightly that it, like looks like it's their flesh? Which you know they do a good job with it. So there's you know. so yeah. much little things like little touches. I love as the stomping. You know. <laughs> Which you don't get in the sequel, but it's like I like I how the the He's... ED two oh nines are so useless in this. I know. Yes. It, like, watching it, I love the, like, like oh my god, they're defeated by stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. no, it it, it's it's like Daleks back in the sixties. Like, yeah. thing. <laughs> it's like uh, one of the major things I remembered about this movie from like watching it. Yeah, as a no, kid. the fact that the ED two oh nines like don't suck in the in the reboot is like one of my the oh my god the how <laughs> fucking <laughs> boring is that sequence <laughs> i was like it looks good it looks efficient you know it's all nice but it, it is just him running around a room shooting at eds like spinning around in circles it's so fucking boring and it just keeps going on mm -hmm. the action yeah. in that movie is desperate it's desperately dull like so many other movies at whereas this one is just like every action sequence is insane in this movie you i know? don't know i feel like i don't know the the i feel like they're more because of the it's content largely of them than the actual action itself. I, I think it's largely just because so many movies is that came after in terms of r-rated action films like mimic robocop that there's like like a desensitive like like you know it, it didn't it doesn't have the same impact as it really would have when it came out now but, yeah you know. and those movie it's a you know it's a pg-13 movie made for 13 year olds you know like yeah they're, they're gonna be wowed by that stuff but like come on well i mean but then, you know, like they might be wowed by that but then they go home and they, they watch be. the original one and they're like man that was a pile of shit huh at least that would that would be my feeling if I was thirteen in twenty fourteen. I'm not sure. I mean, because the thing is, I think if I was thirteen in twenty fourteen, I think, they'd like, all I the think blood. The, I think they'd <laughs> like the blood in the original, but I do think that like I you know certain things like stop motion has not dated well. No, at all. no. and, or and you know, that's and that's yeah, rough. And that and that's something that's gonna stand out of just sort of like, but at the same time, you know, you're you're looking at like in twenty fourteen version. Like we're so we've seen so much CGI at this point that it's just not impressive anymore. So yeah, yeah. So even it like you can call it dull, but it's just and like, even I just think that it's just now like, like I saw this movie when it came out, you know, and I remember those probably those sequences being more interesting or more entertaining than you know. And yeah. then looking at it now, it's just like is this like a fucking PS5 tech demo? What is this? Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> anyway maybe more of a ps4 tech demo but um all right 
Robocop recalls further memories while exploring Murphy's former home, his wife and son having moved away following his death. Elsewhere, Jones gets Boddicker to murder Morton in revenge for Morton's attempt to usurp his position at OCP. Uh, Robocop tracks down the Boddicker gang and a shootout occurs. He brutally assaults Boddicker, who confesses to working for Dick Jones. Uh, Robocop attempts to kill Boddicker until his programming directs him to uphold the law. He attempts to arrest Jones at OCP Tower. Uh, also, fun fact, the uh, scene where uh, he br- where Murphy brings Boddicker into the station mm. and uh, Kurtwood Smith like spits out a bunch of blood and says, give me my fucking phone call. Yeah. Uh, he's improv. just spitting he spits I love it. blood like three times as well it was fucking great yeah <laughs> he's just like that was, that was improv by kirkwood smith that's uh, awesome yeah. before, before we forget as well because <laughs> i know great. we will uh morton by uh played by miguel ferrer is just like you know it's like uh the guy from die hard all over again the perfect quintessential coked up 80s guy oh um, yeah like, well, i mean that's one of the things is, is he's plays like he's plays such a great him to ellis and die hard is totally totally accurate so i love his but like the way that they don't reveal like how coked up he is until way later in the movie but his actions are so cokey from the very jump he's like oh every, yeah in every conversation he just butts in and goes ah! <laughs> like, just, <laughs> a bunch of stuff excitedly like, Get it done! Stop! Ah! you know and it's just like i love the energy he brings to this and yeah it is a small role and he absolutely fucking nails it and like makes yeah. it really really memorable character out of like a small part of the movie yeah he was definitely a solid actor and another twin peaks guy so i'm wondering mm-hmm. did david lynch, david lynch watch this movie and was like these are the guys uh actually yes like yeah. D- david lynch saw a bunch of these guys in this movie and was like yeah nice. you know what i could totally see them in this i like Sick. it that's amazing i like it <laughs> <laughs> i'll buy that for a dollar <laughs> All right. Uh, Robocop attempts to arrest Jones at OCP Tower, but Directive 4 is activated, a failsafe measure to neutralize Robocop when acting against an OCP executive. Jones admits his culpability in Morton's death and releases an ED-209 to destroy Robocop. After he escapes, Robocop is assaulted by the police on OCP's order and is badly damaged. Also, it's sort of wild that, like, that there are so many cops, except for, like, four of them, who are, like, buddies that don't give a shit like he's a cop and just start shooting him up it's like they they know nothing of what he's done it's just they've been given a kill order by ocp well mm-hmm. and, and i mean it it goes in it goes in contrast with how the police force is generally portrayed throughout the movie because i think one of the big things that i like about this movie that is totally absent and one of the things that i think the reboot does the worst um is is just how all the police are portrayed as like individual people who have been like kind of pushed to their extremes rather Mm -hmm. than like like just this monolithic entity um like all like almost every individual police officer who has lines like there's all that talk about the strike like they're all seen as like 
trying to do the right thing. Like the lack of corruption in the police in this film, as opposed to the reboot is very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's partially because of how the perception of the police has changed between the two movies. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, we yeah. Weren't no, at, I mean, like, that's the thing is it could have a, yet, but we were yeah. getting there. Yeah, no, I mean, that 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 was definitely, I think, part of it is that, like, when the reboot came out, the idea of presenting a police force that wasn't corrupt um, was, was too laughable. Insane, yeah. Yeah. At least some of them have to be corrupt, be corrupt. Right? Yeah. but it absolutely does still go the bad apples route, you know, and yeah. it's like, yeah. we got rid of the corrupt cops and everything's fine now. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no does it, it, like... I can't remember. Does, does I mean, it, it does end on a, the... the it, well, it the partner just a cynical becomes... note, right? Like Samuel yeah. Jackson finishes the movie and he does yeah. say something cynical. So it doesn't complete, it's not completely toothless. But, yeah. You know, it definitely is like so non observant of any of the systematic stuff problems like this movie is. But, yeah. Yeah. It ignores the cop stuff, this movie for sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, you know, I mean, like, like police corruption is a tricky issue um but it's interesting but you know i mean i think that well you could definitely put a corrupt cop in this movie and i think if they did they would do it it better than the reboot did but you know it's like it's yeah. very complex it's very complex in terms of of how how that happens it's not like hey, well obviously this guy's getting paid off and therefore he, and, and you know it's like but you know i mean like but it's also I, not clear like how i mean the how the ocp became part of them fully you know like oh yeah well, is, be, like, no it is it's because you know it, it's a destitute city that's running out of money and had right. to find uh, funding to uh you know it, it, as as fucking dick jones says earlier in the movie you know they, they got into industries that are typically not profitable and made them profitable okay, like yeah. prisons Hospitals. I more mean, the did cops, the people yeah. did the people from OCP buy, uh, or did they have knowledge like police no, uh, training or people involved in their company? Like, how could they be like no, a I mean, security it's, police force if they weren't funding. in anywhere training? They're just they, yeah. So yeah, I mean, and it, it's basically they they thing. just went to the they they went to various cops governments and, and said for, and you know you you're, you're but we also sucks. You. give us okay. money and we'll we'll give you stuff that makes it not suck and they okay. bought it. I mean, it's it's the same problem that's going on now in terms of like the escalating militarization of the police. So yeah. I mean, like the well, military contractors in... looking to sell their shit and yeah, tricking this, this, local this was an issue back it. then that Verhoeven was seeing as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that and this is like... one of the things that bothers me. It's like how much it's like ugh, not handled well in the reboot. Yeah. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, also, like given where we last were in the plot, I think that the officers being told that they have to, you know, kill Robocop was sort of a contributing factor to mm -hmm. their decision to actually strike. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you know, because I think clearly that's the OCP other thing doesn't is... care about them. Yeah, like no, well, I mean, and that's disposable. one of the other things, yeah. things that I think this element, it, it's kind of, it's it's close enough to implied that I'd say it's in the text of the film, though it's not quite there, but uh, the, uh, the notion that OCP is kind of like, like designating what cases the police look into and what they, what cases they overlook, um, I think is, is yeah. kind of Im implied by the film enough that I'd say it's there and like they would be saying, hey, hey you know, Oh, protect our offices is way more important than you know, right? Like, right. Oh, like, 
like low income areas or whatever. So yeah. well, yeah, I mean, they can put directed there four for in there and no people. one, yeah. no one's stopped. Yeah. Them. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, that's, that's one of the things that's also, you know, a current problem with, uh, with police forces now is that it, it's more about protecting uh, yeah. property of, of landowners that is, is protecting people. So, yeah. I mean, that's how they've always been. It's just, they were better at like, yeah. Might have also doing other stuff before. Oh, they can't. Yeah, I mean, they don't do yeah. the other stuff anymore because they 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 don't have the money, you know, or the money is directed specifically. Well, I mean, yeah. and, and that's that's where the police corruption argument comes in to some extent because a lot of the time, the reason why police forces don't have a, have money is because as you have sub cops who are exploiting the overtime system to get paid ridiculous amounts of money rather than and allowing those resources to go where they're better served. So you know, but. Yay! Yay! <laughs> there should only be RoboCop. No other cops, just yeah. the one for for every state. One RoboCop. I mean that just, that just is what the, what the company is trying one. to do is install a RoboCop into every city. So, but no one per state. That's it. Oh. That that's your police force. One per state. Yeah, yeah so, I don't know. Uh, I, have I fun feel in like Rhode a, Island. It's like, it's yeah, like I mean, you're I not, like it, the chances of you getting hit are and rare. Done in but... Wyoming, but that's just, <laughs> you know, yeah. at least you'd want one in, in, in Los Angeles and one in San Francisco. I don't think you need one in Cheyenne that bad, but whatever. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, Robocop is assaulted by cops and escapes and is badly damaged. Lewis helps Robocop escape to an abandoned steel mill to repair himself. Last paragraph, guys. We're almost to the end of this movie. Um, <laughs> angered by OCP's underfunding and short staffing, the police force goes on strike. Again, I still think that, you know, them being told to attack Robocop is part of it. Uh, I think they could have played that up, but it is unfortunately yeah. not in the film. So Yeah. Uh, and Detroit descends into chaos as riots break out throughout the city. Uh, Jones frees Boddicker and his remaining gang, arming them with high-power weaponry to destroy Robocop, also giving them, you know, a couple of uh, 6,000 SUX. Yeah, I, that's the other thing. I love the world building in this, and I just hate how absent it is in the reboot. So, like, yeah, like all like, like you know, I mean, because that's one of the other like, like the the Detroit descending into chaos and riots breaking out. I mean, like that's like, like it is showing that like without the police force, like the crime in the city gets even worse, which is like I definitely a conscious decision of the film. Um, that you know, I mean, I think there are a lot of other things that point to the fact that without a police force, things would still be relatively the same a lot of the time because people aren't dicks yeah, but mo like most people I, yeah. are just going to go out and riot because there's yeah. no threatened of punishment yeah. yeah i mean i'm a defund the police not an abolish the police guy yeah yeah i mean, so, well, I mean and that's that's an important I mean, distinction I'm, I'm, an like all I'm an all cops and bastards guy so yeah yeah, yeah. but well, yes definitely year. like defund not abolish if you're yeah, a, but I mean, if that's, you're that's a cop i think you're abolish TJ. Yeah, I don't well, think you I mean, can be a no. no, yes, you can. You yeah. can absolutely they, they, be the a line can. between the two got blurred and then they the serve a purpose. Upon it. But yeah, defund, no. defund all, like also sort of encompasses the desire to not only like put the funds elsewhere and like instead of putting such a large percentage I mean, of most I think the city's yeah. budget towards police, but also like it, you know, in like restructuring the police force itself as well, yeah. like. 
it's like just because you don't want to abolish it doesn't mean you think it should like stay the same with, no like, i mean one of, fewer people or something and, like, and yeah. the militarization of police and the militarization <laughs> yeah and, the training and reform, needs to be updated. reform the overtime pay reform the reform overtime, overtime pay and, and yeah. also Put money into public... mental health resources also <laughs> yeah. uh, okay enough liberal yeah. milk toast okay also hey, fuck you, man. We are leftist <laughs> on this show. Uh, public people in public service jobs also shouldn't have unions. Sorry. So no uh, teachers union? I'm not sure that's true. Uh, not, yeah, I can't no, entirely no, agree with that. Guns. But like, I don't know. I don't teachers want don't have guns. Cops Down south, have they guns. do. I, I don't want police unions to have as much power as they have. I just don't want any yeah, police officer to be paid more than the fucking mayor, which almost yeah, every city you wild. have at least a couple <laughs> officers milking the overtime system enough to be paid more than the mayor. And, and it's just like ridiculous. And that's honestly because of their unions. Like I, I'm sorry, if you if you carry if you uh, can kill people, you shouldn't have a union. Like you need to be subject to the people that like you're supposed to be serving. I would adjust their union a lot. I'm not going to yeah. tell them like I, I am a pro union person by and large for the most part. Yeah. Uh, but like, so I, I. I, 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 I would, I would definitely like adjust their union parameters. Like qualified yep. immunity is not something that should happen. No, no. absolutely um, not. Yep. You know, uh, what, what's it called when they can just like steal your money and not give it back? Yep. Oh Yeah. Because that's the thing. Oh, I'm looking um, at you, Emily. Civil, civil asset forfeiture. Yes, yeah. there we go. Like, like that's something that shouldn't exist. <laughs> like, no, that's been, that's crazy. <laughs> that's not cool. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, all right. We're talking <laughs> about red-blooded RoboCop. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Red Foreman here. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, because we're back at the steel mill, and Red Foreman's men are quickly eliminated. Oh man, it just like entirely skips over the dude from fucking ER, like getting melted and then like so so, <laughs> so cool. I love it. I still <laughs> love it so much. Just, oh yeah, sorry, chunky yeah, marinara. <laughs> yes, chunky marinara. <laughs> yes, uh, awesome. Did it? But Lewis is badly injured, and Robocop becomes trapped under steel girders. Even so, he kills Boddicker by stabbing him in the throat with his data spike. Yay! Uh, yay! <laughs> That's why I said that there are three places that he puts it, and only two of them are actual places that it's supposed to go. <laughs> yay! Yay! <laughs> I don't know. Um, Boddicker is a pretty bad dude. I think it's. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm on board with that. Honestly. Pretty irredeemable. <laughs> Well, it's also sort of funny that, like, in this Jesus allegory, because RoboCop is totally a Jesus allegory, I was really worried it was going to be more propaganda. You know, before I start getting into this, let's finish out the uh, rest yeah. of the description. He's American some Jesus, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, RoboCop confronts Jones at OCP Tower during a board meeting, revealing the truth behind Morton's murder. Jones, in order to escape, takes the old man hostage, but is promptly fired from OCP, nullifying Directive 4. Not nullifying Directive 4, just no longer applies to Dick Jones. Yeah. Um, I love how paperwork is not required. It's just saying you're fired is enough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the old man. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, and allowing Robocop to shoot him, causing Jones to uh, crash through a window to his death. Sweet effects, bro. Uh, the old man compliments RoboCop shooting and asks him his name. RoboCop replies, Murphy. Smiles, 
cut to black end movie thing. Yeah. That's the movie. Sure da, is. Da, 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 I mean, there's da, also. Da, 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 oh God, <laughs> the theme music is awesome. I really hate it. Well, and like the funny thing about it is, like, they have one theme in it, and they just recycle that theme so many, so many times. I mean, it's just like I just wish that. Like it's not the melody is the problem. It's just like I wish they'd chosen like more interesting instruments or something. Like I just compare it to like the Terminator theme of just having like the bugle versus like the more mechanical sounding stuff. It sounds sounds great. And this and it's just like this is just so like like really generic superhero music. And it's just like I want something that has more like oomph to it. Like I don't know. Oh, but if you look at like. like if you look at like Basil Pedoris's uh, what he's done for movie music, oh, it's Basil it, Pedoris. Like, yeah, it's okay, like Conan so the Barbarian, Conan Red Dawn, Iron Eagle, Hunt for yeah. October, Free Willy. Oh, nice. <laughs> he's definitely <laughs> got a style. I like the I like the Conan music too. I don't know. Like, it, it, it's just like there's there's nothing about this that says robot addict to me like I, I you know i don't but want he's like, not just... a robot dan he's a human being that's but the, the, that well, conflict that, that conflict should he's be present in the music and it's not there yeah that's what i'm saying i mean it's, because, it's uh, in the movie but it's not in the music i mean yeah. i love how like this is a quest to regain identity in many yeah ways. well I, like, I like that it's got like you know the jesus allegory stuff of him being like crucified and resurrected and you know saving people uh it it's i love like the reaganomic shit of like anti-capitalist message that this thing fucking has i don't know i feel like there's something else that i wanted to mention well and everyone's frozen on how much of this is um is everyone still frozen no Uh, okay yeah the big thing for me is is just like like how much of this is about like defining what is humanity of just sort of like you know they like like it's kind of like a corporate view of like people like i love the whole sequence of like like um them removing it's like we could save the arm no why would we want to do that like i'm just like (laughs) i really hacking away at like like just removing anything resembling uh humanity from him and his like fight to get that back like i think that's a that's like kind of like there's so many other like smaller themes in this but i think that's the one that is most central and really executed the best um that goes on here and it's like that's one of the things that like really really fucking frustrates me about the reboot of just like oh. completely abandoning that idea like the fact Which that he's like, murphy the like whole the time quest the for identity is, is one yeah. of the best aspects of this movie and yeah you know we're gonna get into 2014 soon i yeah. think but like, yeah, yeah it, for them to entirely abandon that, just yeah. really, it's like I mean, they still have, wrong way. Yeah, yeah. I suppose, yeah. He's just viewing everything through his wife, through the bond to his wife and daughter, I guess, as opposed to actually well, son. But sorry, son. Um, then his, uh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, but like you they know. in essence just like end up sedating him in the sequel instead of yeah. him having to like go on a journey to find. Yeah, there's who no is, who yeah. is the yeah. man he was. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean like, which is yeah, thing. no, that's the best part of this movie. Like, well. like the whole like, like nightmare sequence of like witnessing his his own death is like 
huge and like like you know like like they try to recreate it in the reboot with that like i they give uh, them but all the, the car bomb just doesn't work as well oh the car bomb is awful i fucking hate the car bomb so like it's very I, lame like yes compared to like the shit going on in this oh, movie the, like him getting tortured and killed was, by boniker yeah. is freaking awesome and yeah it's, just it's like, insane like you know you really get that visceral sense from like why he'd have that attachment and then i just like the fact that bodiker's like actually tied into like like all the other villains like you know yeah. i mean like i think that's a huge mistake that the uh that it's just some random dude yeah in, in yes. the reboot like, that's why it's like i always I, I just like the first time i kind of forget because the first two acts is kind of like holding together in robocop 2014 and then it just like the way it presents the ending is insane. No, I mean that's the thing. Is like, it's like it's, it starts okay, out. Yeah, it starts out of just like okay, maybe this is going somewhere. Like all the Sam Jackson stuff is just like you have something to say here, and yeah. then it's just like, and then it just gets lost. Like, yep, it really does. But like, it's... also let's let's uh, give some acting props where it's due. Nancy Allen as Lewis is doing like insanely heavy lifting, and Peter Weller is fucking amazing in this movie. Yeah, as Peter well. Weller like, yeah. is like, the amount that he can act with his lips is yeah, really is incredible. Yeah, and he's, he's kind of like I guess he's doing Frankenstein. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting from it, you know. Yeah, uh, like, ah, I mean, I always ah, get like ah, and the slow I, movements. And I get stuff, like a and... dash of Frankenstein, a dash of Judge Dredd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like her reactions and stuff and when she finds him and she's like she's putting up she's like so professional but oh yeah um, she's awesome in this and, yeah, and it, like, like that's the thing is it's just like oh my god i freaking hate how they represent that character in the reboot like like he's just such an afterthought and like yeah, changing his changing the gender of the character, character. I hate, yeah i hate it like like you know, like I, I the liked, gender change yeah. I think could work if you were playing up more racial disparity in the second one. Oh, they just like don't, would make it more interesting. Like but like, I, I like oh, the God. actor who plays. Um, he's oh, he's he's remember fine in other Lewis. stuff, I'm sure. But yeah. like, I, I, I mean, you know, and that's the other thing is though. Like, I feel like they do with race better in the original than they do in the in the reboot. Like, yeah. like I just think. Well, that, like, I, I love how like I, diverse I Boddicker's team yeah, is. I love how diverse <laughs> Boddicker's team is, and then yeah. you get to the reboot, and it's just like, well, you're either white or you're black. You, there's nothing else. Like, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, I, I just, there's a lot in the first that, like, I don't know, I, it it presents a lot of interesting ideas in ways that they're a little dated now, but, you know. But look mostly, at what they're trying yeah. to do, like, think but about can, this movie, yeah. let's just put this into context of where the, the time yeah. period compared to action movies and around it, and the kind yeah. of, think of, like, the insane influence it has, like, all the way up to even just, like, concepts further explored in black mirror like him walking around the house and having the overlay oh, yeah. of the no, memory that sequence is great St- yeah. like insanely forward thinking little yeah. pieces here and there in this movie that just like make it kind of transcend it's one yeah. of the and there's just a like and for has two of these movies in the 80s i think total recall manages this as well maybe a little bit i i, I don't know i feel like this but movie is doing more. total recall came out in 1990 Oh yeah, okay. So it was filmed in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, it was filmed in the eighties. It's it's always going to be an eighties movie to me because it has stop motion in it too. Yeah, um, you know, so it's like when good animatronics. Quaid, yeah. start and then, the reactor. On a lesser scale, even Exploding though it's a movie, I, I love just as much like <laughs> Predator is doing genre bending. That's after this, but like 
well, this is just like Predator. In- like, yeah, well, uh, the reboot steals a major plot point from Predator, so you know, good on them. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> steal from the greats. Yeah, um, but yeah, what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, I, there's a lot of themes in this to impact. I mean, I think one of the big things, though, is I just like all like the plot summary skips over it, but like the the like constant cutaway to like TV news and TV yeah. advertising, like, does such a good job of world building in this mm-hmm. in this film. It, that's what I mean. This is not a plotty. Yeah. It's not a movie yeah. about its plot. You know, the plot is just yeah. to get from beginning to end. It's about what makes up this. Like, that's why in more more than ever that plot summary feels like oh, it's just kind of you know walking or skipping all the parts of the movie that i remember it for that and make love it, it for. really worth watching for me yeah exactly yeah you know i mean uh, it, it, it touches on the humanity aspects of it but like a it little touches bit on, but, but not well i mean yeah. i think that the first movie does a really good job of like i mean you don't you get enough backstory and world building and like to you know kind of like to understand like motivations and all that but like it kind of leaves things ambiguous enough, even with like the characterizations that you kind of see uh, the characters more as like stand-ins for people in your own life or like archetypes or what have you. Like, I don't think, I think that the second one gets, one of the things it really misses on is it gets so bogged down, like fleshing out the every, like, oh, like, oh, oh like God, these yeah. characters, like it's like, oh, no, yeah. you, you've missed the fucking point. Like the point is, is like, these characters are meant to like kind of just be representative to like Mm -hmm. uh, to so that you can play out the concepts in a way that makes sense and like help people identify with them not like you know we don't give a shit about like you know his his exact relationship to his wife and kid oh yeah no we get the perfect amount of his wife and kid in the first one and we get way too much of the and honestly the fact (laughs) that like the the fact that like he doesn't remember them and they uh, they as far as they know he's dead and they move away and like they're gone by the time he he starts to remember who he is like that's a huge part of the first one and they just completely abandon it in the second one. Well, that's yeah. the, it, that's the kind of homogenized Hollywood movie it is, you know, and this is, this oh, is, yeah. a, this is an auteur movie through and no, through. No, you, you know? Yeah. You definitely yeah. get the sense of like studio notes of just sort of like, Oh, this needs to be more prominent in this reboot. And like, they just totally missed the point in the process. Well, we still need to dig through yeah. the actual synopsis of the remake, but um, okay. uh, I'd like to nominate a quick cigarette break before we yep. get into that down very down. yeah rad we'll Hold be on. back <laughs> boy that was a great cigarette break dan i feel like you've got something to say oh uh, yeah i guess i guess i'm the one who's reading um the plot synopsis for i don't uh, have to do both of them like people don't no. want to hear me have to do both of them all the time i think i did that for dante's peak and you know no one wants to hear that I'm all not right. going to interrupt this at all. I'm just going to let him get through the whole thing and then say okay. what I'm going to say. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. Let, let's see if in, how, in, how long in... that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything that's going to be violently offensive? Um, okay. I mean, the, the movie in general. But uh, it... <laughs> I don't I don't even think it's offensive. I just think it's... it's just that's lazy. the problem. <laughs> it's just lazy. But that's like... But whatever. Okay. In 2028, multinational conglomerate... Omnicorp, I wonder where we've heard that name before, revolutionizes warfare by introducing robotic peacekeepers capable of maintaining law and order. Led by CEO Raymond Sellers, the company moves to market its technology to domestic law enforcement. However, the passage of the Dreyfus Act 
forbidding deployment of militarized drones in the United States prevents this. Aware that most Americans oppose the use of military systems in their communities, Sellers asks Dr. Dennett Norton and his research team to come up with an alternative. The result is a proposal for a cyborg police officer. However, Norton informs Sellers that only someone stable enough to handle being a cyborg can be turned into one, and some <laughs> candidates are rejected. A Detroit police detective, Alex Murphy, is chosen after he is critically injured in a car bomb explosion arranged by crime boss Ant Antoine Vallon as revenge for Murphy's investigation into his activities. Norton persuades Murphy's wife, Clara, to sign off on the procedure. The worst decision in the film. <laughs> like, I, I'm sorry. Like, I, I like in the original how, like, I, because of Omnicore's control of the police bureaucracy, every officer signs, signs a release is mm -hmm. that allows mm -hmm. them to fuck with them later. The fact that this choice is is Clara's instead of like a requirement of his job, like is the worst decision in the film. And this I film agree. makes a lot well, of bad actually, actually, no, but I, like... I would, I would be, I would argue and say it's the second worst decision in the film. Keeping the hand is the worst decision in the film, but uh, that might well, just be I mean, me. Yeah. But I mean, that's also because that scene when uh, lose the arm scene is fucking awesome. And then they like fucking have him keep the hand. What the fuck? That was stupid. But, but this I is, still... this is, this is a uh, load bearing decision yeah. of the movie i mean like yeah no the, that she, that she signs off on this instead it, of no. instead of, of murphy signing off himself just because he wants to be a police officer is like like oh i just hate it i hate it so much <laughs> anyway upon... and you were the first one to interrupt yourself dan yep i know i just <laughs> I knew, knew it would I was... be I knew, that's actually why i said it was a good idea. <laughs> I, I just knew i was gonna get to that i was like i have to talk about how stupid that fucking scene is i have enraged um, myself <laughs> Uh, upon waking up and realizing the extent of his transformation, a frustrated Murphy escapes, but Norton shuts him down and brings him back to the lab. As Norton reveals to Murphy that the only remnants of his human body are most of his head, excluding parts of the brain, respiratory organs, heart, and right hand, a disgusted Murphy asks for euthanasia. Why? Uh, why the hand? Why the hand? Uh, also, know, why, why not? Why? Why the hand? No, it, like, okay. the whole arm is not attached. It's no, it's just, just the, the hand. hand. I know, yeah. <laughs> but why the hand and not like I don't know the kidneys or something or the fucking <laughs> digestive system or something else that might be more useful or or the reproductive organs? So his wife's like, you know, <laughs> okay. You, there, well, he's from Detroit, so keep the anus. <laughs> but like, okay. uh I, I know we weren't we were, were going to try not to interrupt you, but like I need to point out that like as a person who knows about anatomy, like the other film didn't make me fucking think about it at all. It didn't make me like try to break down what the fuck's going on, how it would work. This one like gets so specific with it that I'm like, because I'm like, oh, wow, all he's got is like a heart and lungs. Jesus fucking Christ. And then like later on, you see him in his like, you know, little cradle thing. And they're talking about like they're basically doing dialysis because he no longer has kidneys, but they're also infusing nutrition at the same time because he has no digestive system. And I'm like, oh, my God, like at least in the other film, like, yeah, he was eating like fucking baby food paste, but he could digest things like he might actually be able to eat food again at some point uh like, f fun fact for Robocop 87, the uh, food mixture was um boiled parsnips tomato puree and butterfingers 
Nice. Well, I, can see, I can see why Johnson thought it was so delicious. Good yeah. lord. Um, but oh, yeah. man, we didn't even talk about Johnson at all. Because yeah, I just love oh, him. Great. Like, I love him. Maniacally John... smiling at the end of the movie. Oh, I thought he was out there. He's so happy to be in the movie. He seems oh, like yeah. the actor who's like the happiest to be working ever. But just yeah. that <laughs> moment, that moment is so fucking great because it's like, it's so like you're just in a business meeting and yeah. someone like closed the fucking Johnson account. <laughs> And he just gets up and he's like, yeah, great job. <laughs> I just love it. it. It fucking, that last, think about how fucking good the last minute of that movie is. It's better than this entire movie. Yeah. Like, in the way no, that it's no, like, no, everything that, that, builds no, that, up to it. It's a perfect crescendo. No, no, I mean, yeah, the movie, the movie ends on, like, a, a freeze frame of a, a, jumping high five like it is, yeah. 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 it is very so 80s and great but uh it is so good but yeah like again i it's like i i actually had to pause the movie and sit there and like game this out like verbally for like five fucking she minutes. did say pause the pause the tape and it's I'm like, like oh you're going I for a cigarette to... no 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 i need to talk about this this is bothering this. me like i'm sitting there thinking like so that fact alone makes Murphy's quality of life in the second one so much worse. Like, can you admit, like, as a as a person who like gets a lot of my pleasure from my sense of taste, not being able to like actually eat food or drink anything ever again is fucking horrifying. But also the fact that like, dude, you could give him like all this mechanical shit and you can't give him mechanical kidneys for mm. fuck's sake, like. <laughs> At very least, it would be really inconvenient if it's like, oh, shit, it's time for my dialysis that I have to do every day. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you make a good point as well that, like, thematically, it feels like this second, this reboot RoboCop never gets to have any, like, hope or it's just yeah. he's so it's so depressing really it's horrible and the, the first movie like it's the first movie doesn't imply with its happy ending in quotes that um the problems that are in the you know that it's fixed it's just like yeah. you can you can have the, a really satisfying resolution without saying and everything was okay it's like <laughs> yeah. the world of robocop 87 is still gonna fucking suck but like there's a personal victory for that character Whereas, like, this Robocop, it's just so fucking bleak from beginning to end. I don't believe that he's going to be happy, you know. No. There, there's, there's no, no path to happiness. No, there's none. I mean, at least, like, at least, he you know, 87, he has. stupid if he's depressed. Yeah. Just, just, you know, fucking control his well, I mean, does, uh, it, does he drug, still have his sense of levels. taste that just like falls out of him that's really tasty well the problem is I think it would just collect in his uh, compartment yeah um, so he's uh, got like a shit compartment yeah, neither, <laughs> these, neither robocops have poop tubes <laughs> yeah yeah, so Not I guess visible. that I guess I mean that we'll see. I had never really thought about it, but yeah, where does where does the paste go when it's when I just it's I just had through? a thought. What they should do is his his is leg just... holster when his leg holster pops up, he should just like <laughs> just like <laughs> shit, just start flying so it's, out. It's of like it. it's like yeah, Andy Dufresne in Shawshank Re <laughs> Shawshank Redemption, just yeah, like, like shaking out the dirt in the yard. <laughs> slurry, slurry <laughs> out of him. Like... Bad news, Murphy. It has to come back out the same way it went in. <laughs> <laughs> Splash. Yeah. 
And they're just anyway. like anywhere, he, anywhere he goes, they're just mopping up. Just, <laughs> yeah. just anyway, the, the, the summary on this is longer than the other one, so let's get going. Um, <laughs> Norton reminds Murphy about his wife and son's patience, convincing him to live. Uh, <laughs> during uh-huh. combat training with trainer Rick Maddox, uh, Murphy proves unable to complete with to compete with the standard Omnicorp drones efficiently. Norton alters Murphy's programming to make him more efficient by letting drone programming take over his actions, making Murphy think they are his. This reprogramming increases Murphy's efficiency dramatically, but leaves him less empathetic due to his human nature being bypassed. That night, Murphy goes to his house to meet Clara and his son, David, to make sure they are okay, comforting comforting David. Terrible storyline carried. Terrible storyline and script. Yeah, well, and then you know we also also just the whole notion of like there should be more in this film about why empathy is important, and mm-hmm. instead of like creating any of those scenes, like they hint that like that initial like like attack on the ED 209s in in Tehran, like implies that this movie is going to do that, and then that's completely absent from the rest of the film which fucking mm-hmm. sucks so um anyway uh shortly before he's publicly unveiled the entire police database is uploaded to robocop system including the alex murphy crime scene leading murphy to have an emotional breakdown forcing norton to suppress his emotions during the ceremony robocop identifies and apprehends a criminal in the crowd this scene sucks too. Uh, he goes on to reduce crime <laughs> in, in Detroit dramatically, simultaneously increasing public support for repealing the Dreyfus Act. Aware that Clara has begun to ask questions, Sellers orders Norton to keep her away from her husband. Okay, I want to do an interrupt here because I think this is where the movie, like, whatever, it's already kind of, you know, proven that it's not going to have much to say. But yeah. the movie starts, like, technically also going off the rails here for me. And just the the pacing. Also, we don't we don't spend enough time with he is Peter Weller as uh soulless Robocop is madly entertaining, you know, or yeah, when he's not figured himself out yet. <sighs> it's a short sequence, it's great. This Whereas Joel Kinnaman is Joel not Kinnaman a good is, actor. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's okay in the scenes before he becomes Robocop, but once he's Robocop, there's like yeah, serious nothing, charisma missing. Yeah. They do nothing like and I think even when he's like before it's it's specifically when they turn off the soul part of him or whatever, the humanity part. That's like he they the I think it's not so much his fault as the movie's fault. Uh doesn't make any of it interesting. Like this mm-hmm. jumping out and catching the guy who's like, and it turned out he was a murderer, and then the Alex Jones, but it's uh, not well, I mean like that scene is just cool so irresponsible. But I just feel like that scene, like that would cause yeah. a public panic and the and the this the movie yeah. needs to like acknowledge that. Like the montage of Robocop like saving of preventing various crimes in the original is like like it's and then hanging out with hell, kids, but yeah, like, and then hanging out with kids. It's five minutes. It's iconic. It's, it's, it gets, it's super it cheesy, but it get but it accomplishes everything, and mm-hmm. it, and it does some good world building too. Of just like we see what the high crime rate it, it, it is in Detroit, and it's just like there's just random murderer hanging out, and he gets him. It's just like we need to see RoboCop stopping crimes in progress. Like yeah, and like, it feels it just feels like such a sketchy idea. Just like throwing oh, in just there, to, to, like, to like, like really jump lazy. into a crowd and have.
like it's just like well okay you i mean if that's what they're trying to do i guess but if it was actually if it wanted to be effective he'd have to like kill someone by accident which he doesn't do you know, yeah, like no, that mean, would, or even injure would be enough. But like, well, if he I mean, went it's just down like, to the crowd I, I, if he jumps and, like, into a crowd and like, you're and hurt them. like people are gonna run around and and like trample each other. Like it's it's causing a public panic. It's just like, or if you're like, a murderer, honestly, you might like, have a gun on you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, like, I mean, he yeah. theoretically could scan that he doesn't have a gun, but they don't include that. So, but uh, you know, also it's just like, why can't you just be like, oh, I've identified a murderer in the crowd. Oh, I need to like place a tracker on him and then get and then arrest him at a place that isn't fucking super fucking crowded and gonna be like fucking awful so like or you know use your robot brain parts to like broadcast to uh, nearby cops on their radios that are outside of a certain perimeter of hey oh, yeah here's and, and this get person. him discreetly i'm sending his photo to your pda yeah. arrest yeah. on site <laughs> yes yeah. he's away from a large group of people instead of like legit just i'm gonna i'm gonna pounce into a middle of the crowd to this dude hope i don't land on someone and hope he's not packing heat like 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 this scene is just like like really irresponsible like police behavior that's like causing problems in the real world of just sort of like you know it's just like well Well, it's not meant it's not it's meant to be viewed as negative though no, it's I'm... definitely meant to be viewed as positive. It's like, look, he got this criminal. It's just like, I guess they played. No, like, I, 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 the, the crowd cheers him. Propaganda. But oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, like it is. It, but the movie isn't saying it's good. The movie like, is by... kind of saying it's good. Like, it's like he got this murder off the street. And then and it's just like, like, like it's being twisted. But it's still saying, like, this is good policing. Like, like I, I it's like the movie just doesn't take a good stance on this at all it's, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's it doesn't take similar... a stance on anything it's, it's well, really yeah it's got similar issues to anything what i had with like joker of like this movie doesn't know what it's trying to say yeah well i mean joker's just trying to rip off yeah, <laughs> taxi Jackie's, driver yeah, but exactly. um... <laughs> the mission statement there is pretty clear yeah i want to make cool is, movie you know t- yeah. taxi driver <laughs> t- people like taxi driver what if taxi driver but with batman and it's like but without oh, batman yeah. <laughs> well Bruce Wayne did yeah it. so and then, then and this is like what if robocop but take out all the interesting parts of robocop you know it's uh, yeah it's like it's just what but happens we'll throw with his family Reapers. in there and that'll make it interesting oh, right God, his family right? is fucking awful <laughs> yeah. anyway where were where was i uh clara nevertheless uh manages to confront robocop telling him of their son david's nightmares social withdrawal and unresponsive behavior the experience drives Murphy to override his programming and access the previously sealed files on his attempted murder. From them, he learns his son had PTSD after witnessing the explosion. Uh, it's not a bad idea to have the family witness the death, but like honestly, God, Boddicker killing. But Murphy like they so could have better. played more with that instead yeah. of just. Uh, like, well, I mean, I oh. also think. I also think that, you know, you can have the son seek out like the video footage of, of and that's, you know, a commentary of like access to media that like, like is honestly better than having him witness it in person. So, yeah. You know, well, um, all, you know, all this movie does is it sets out like the the points, the beats that it's meant to hit. But yeah, the original makes you feel them. 
you know yeah (laughs) like like an actual movie should do so it's not about the plot it's about like oh i feel the pain i feel it you know it's like this movie is not immersive in any way it's just like another hollywood thing that's happening yeah it's a very (laughs) bubblegum cash grab that again when we get into verdicts i'm going to recommend at least two other movies that you should watch instead of this movie but you know yeah Murphy pursues Valen's gang to exact revenge. He takes heavy damage from their armor-piercing weapons, but manages to kill Valen and his men. Murphy returns to the station and joins with his old partner, Jack Lewis. They confront the two corrupt police officers who portrayed him to Valen, shooting one and tasing the other. Learning that the chief of police was also involved, Murphy moves to arrest her, but is remotely shut down by Maddox. With the help of pro-Omnicore talk show host Pat Novick, Sellers uses the incident to get the Dreyfus Act repealed. Claire goes to the press and fiercely demands to see her husband. Fearful of being exposed, Sellers orders Maddox to destroy RoboCop while being repaired while being repaired and tricks Claire into thinking that Ro- that Murphy died. Norton reaches him, him first and reveals the truth. RoboCop narrowly escapes from the building just as it undergoes a lockdown. A trick Murphy- that lasts all of five seconds uh, hey he's dead oh wait no here he is <laughs> yeah. uh, damn i could have fooled her too what yeah. a genius plan the word for your meddling kids yeah <laughs> the word for you still existing <laughs> yeah Murphy returns and storms the building fighting his way through the ed-209 drone set to, sent to stop him while lewis and his fellow police arrive to hold off the rest of omnicorp's forces Maddox seduces Murphy, preparing to finish him off, but is killed by Lewis. Murphy then makes his way to the roof, where Sellers is waiting for a helicopter with Claire and David as hostages. Murphy's programming initially prevents him from arresting Sellers. However, he overcomes his programming long enough to kill Sellers when Sellers overestimate his silver tongue. No, it's because he has a human hand, so he uses his human hand because oh, it's no. human. Is that the reason? Yes, that, that is that is the reason. Definitely why he's like human hand. Some is, executive oh, was like, wow. "This is stupid. He can't fight his programming." I'm taking well, no. a human hand. I'm taking oh yes, down. of course, a human hand can override programming. Yeah, because like, it has what... nothing to do with his brain ordering his hand doing to do stuff. Because that's yep. not how things that's work. That's not how hands work. Okay, that's uh, incredibly stupid. No, that is that is right? literally why he has a human hand. I didn't think like, that's what happened at all. I oh no, that definitely some executive suggesting that, and someone being like, "Yeah, we'll put." that in like it's fucking stupid um, <laughs> omnicorp's parent company ocp sh- <laughs> shuts down the project the president vetoes the repeal of the dreyfus act based on norton's testimony much to novak's anger murphy's body is rebuilt in norton's laboratory and he w- waits for clara and david who are coming to visit him god i, I do Norton. Hate Norton as a character. I just like I Gary Oldman. You know, always good, but like God, yeah, the character's yeah. this character's terrible. terrible but like, character. I I just want to take two quick moments. One, I want to say how much I hate how much how the two oh nines look. They look like fucking radar detectors and with legs, <laughs> yeah. and it's just so dumb. Uh, but like, I do enjoy the cast of this movie. Like, oh, it's not a good great. movie at all. Yeah. But the cast is great. <laughs> no, I, mean, I think they're Nick, really trying. They're Drew, really Mr. trying. Gordon with and the Vulture. It's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're trying it's, i just it's like just... watching sam jackson <clears throat> yell at stuff yeah well they, well, they didn't do i yelling. love how they have a they give him a motherfucker to that they could bleep yeah because <laughs> so it's broadcast tv you can't say that yeah. but like yeah. you know who the fuck cares yeah. and then you still get to keep your pg-13 
Because yep. I think there Very is important. a fuck in there at some point, but like, oh, yeah. there's no, there's no they like, there one fuck somewhere. Human sure. violence, yeah. a lot. There's not a lot of human violence that's on screen. There is zero oh. blood, as far as I can. Oh, everything happens like off screen, and like it's just people getting shot and falling down. Yeah, so. it's so sterile. Yep, it is very sterile. Well, and like, except, except the when they show the body scene. horror of what what his is, you know, what yeah. what organic still exists of him, but uh, That's just I don't more know. Dumb than like body horror. Eh, it's body yeah. horror, but like it's both. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like, that's another sequence where it's like, okay, that's like they they thought of the cool effect and then tried to make a reason for. It. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, like, this movie reeks of studio interference. Oh, yeah, it, totally it just does. feels yeah. like it's being pulled a million different directions. And yeah, well, none I of mean, them were working. No, like, I it mean, could have worked in... better if they weren't trying to make it specifically a RoboCop movie. Yeah, yeah, I think I, so too. I don't know. I still think you run into problems, but I mean, you know, basically, it's just sort of like there's all this stuff of just sort of like. You know, we talked about the humanity element in the original that's not present. I feel like, like I like the kind of like corporate infighting um, to for promotions in the original that's just like not really present here. I like the idea of Michael Caton being the main villain, but I feel like he needs to interact with the other villains. Like, yeah, he, he, needs, he needs to interact with like Valen at some point. He needs to interact like, with Valen he, and the, and the like, corrupt police. You know, like he's he telling Jay Bruchel yeah. to give yeah. Valen weapons. This movie, something like yeah. that. You know, it's obsessed. Yeah. It's obsessed with completely ineffective uh, plot twists. Like, you yeah. Know. No, well, like, I mean, in the it's changes like changes from the original. Well, I mean, like, it's, 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 like, like, it's like fucking Wrath of Khan. But, but then, like, suddenly remembering in like the last 20 minutes, oh shit, we're a remake. We need to make references to the original. Yeah. And then that's where we get the I'd buy that for a dollar line. Or, um, oh, there was another like really dumb one in there. Well, Dead or Alive, oh, yeah. You're Coming With Me is in there somewhere too, um, I think. Um, Just random, and, oh, yeah. absolutely randomly thrown in. Yeah, like, yeah. Without a second thought. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I we have to say you. the line, but I mean, it, it you know, it's That's also like, just uh, like copy printed on the day of the shoot. Yeah, that level of thrown. Yeah, in. yeah. No, I mean, in it, and it's just it's generally speaking, like I like the idea of Michael Keaton being like the head of the company being the main villain. It's just like he needs to interact with other villains. And the other thing is, it's just like they need to show more crime going on throughout Detroit. Like it's mm-hmm. so. Like, like we don't get that sense of like crime being a massive problem the way that yeah. we do in the original. Especially Robocop. given how his upload happens, he becomes purely reactive, not yeah. active. Like well, and, and, he's not he's not doing anything that's he's not affecting anything that's currently happening going on in the city. He's yeah. rectifying things that have happened in the city and closing and cases. Past, yeah. And it's like, yeah. all right, then you know, make Robo Dick instead. You yeah, know, no, and, and well, and then, then also, I just think in his whole death, like, I, I, you know, the fact of the matter is, like, I like that they set up Boddicker as this guy who has like a fetish for killing cops, and then like he's just randomly encounters him, um, and gets killed, as opposed to this, in which it's just like, oh, this cop's investigating us, uh, we're gonna kill him, like, like there's motive yeah. to his crime, to to his murder in this, which I think is a mistake. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I like Boddicker just being a sadist, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and that fits into like, yeah, the, and it's not just, it's, it's not bad in the first movie because it's not just Boddicker. It's like, no, yeah. So it's like Mad Max is a pervasive yeah. air of just in, like insanity. And, the, and as well, like they smart in the second one, they try and go into nuke and, and 
like that's the reason why everyone's so insane but i kind of like in the first one that it's not the drugs are around but we don't know the specific drugs but like everyone well, around it, is really it, fucked it, up you know it's, like, it's good old-fashioned 80s cocaine it's yeah. like a lot living in of GTA. good old-fashioned 80s yeah, cocaine yeah everyone's yeah it's yeah, vice city it's vice yeah. city but with a robocop well and, and, you know i mean <laughs> in, at least you could have like i have like i get that like like valen is clearly like co- like working with police but have him in the back pocket of the freaking mayor or something you know just that yeah like show of, him like, like affecting sergeant. politics yeah instead of just like like you know a a police sergeant because like, i literally man, can't even remember which one fucking valen is now. he's very forgettable it's yeah it, it, like like he's he, is like, he the guy he shoots in the office when he's arresting no, no him? He, he he kills him in the warehouse but like um mm. you know he's the one who orders the hit on him which again why does the car explode at his house and not the hospital like that right. was dumb too <laughs> like 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 the way that car bomb is set up well because it went off outside the hospital he might have had a chance of yeah. staying alive and it's like well no if it went off outside the hospital he would you know still have suffered fourth degree burns no chance of recovery and way easier to have him just like all right we're well, gonna rush him into this yeah, no, I mean, honestly, from a plot point perspective, it makes more sense to have it uh, happen at the hospital. But uh, like, again, it's just sort of like, like the way that car bomb is designed, like that is not, that is just as likely to kill his wife as it is to kill him. Yeah. And it's just like that. And his not, son, especially yeah. if the son is looking out that, you know, window well, just not, over the garage. The son's not gonna, gonna deactivate the car alarm, but like I, his wife easily could. So, you know, but, you yeah. know, whatever. Yeah. Or, if we want, like, you know, oh, they don't want to steal from too many movies because a car bomb killing the unintended car target, you know, that's a plot point from The Godfather. So, you know, like... <laughs> Among, like, other things. <laughs> Among other things. Uh, yeah, I mean, and then... God, when uh when Lewis steps in front of the ED two oh nine, pulls a full fucking predator of just like <laughs> yeah, no, I'm an arm. You can't shoot hilarious. me. Ugh. I'm not oh, his target. Man. He can't shoot me. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Uh, so funny yeah i like god like i hate that character that character just doesn't work in this and like I, I she's so strong in the original and in this it's just like he's there like yeah i nancy oh. allen gives a great performance no for, she like, does not a hell of a lot of screen time yeah. like, okay. I, michael I, k again, williams I, though is like legit one of the best actors He's oh, good. Yeah, he's, like, you know, like he's we dead get now, we like, get good performances from good actors. There. We, yeah. we get good performances from good actors who have nothing to work with in this movie. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. I mean, like yeah. that's the thing is is you have good actors who are elevating these shitty parts um, to make it look less bad. Like you know, like Sam Jackson's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> he's just so one note. I mean, but it's also just kind of weird that it's just like. Like other than Murphy and uh and Lewis, there's no direct one-to-one carryover from the original film, which is kind of a problem to an extent. You know, I mean well, like, like, the original appreciate... film has so many good characters. Why would yeah. you want to use them? They wanted to do their own thing, and that's cool, but you know, they fucked it up. But again, that's well, I mean, feel like this would have worked a... better as, you know, make it its own movie. Instead yeah, of it having yeah. to like live up to being a you know remake of a fucking amazing flick, like if yeah, you want to start making remakes, fucking, like, like take shit movies with good ideas and make them better. 
Yeah, like, yeah, if you yeah. want to make remakes, that's sort of my feeling these days. I mean, they've especially. tried four times with A Star is Born. They get better each time. Still haven't made a great one, but... <laughs> <laughs> one of these days, we'll do a two-parter where we do, like, the first two and then the second two. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I've seen three of the four A Star is Born. The most recent one is the best. I still don't love it. So. Mm. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty, like, remake, reboot agnostic, you know? I'm not... It's not going to, like... To generally detract from my enjoyment of the original this one oh like, no it doesn't we, i know i know in our future like i want to like make it very clear that like this is you know a star above like fucking total recall remake like or it's a world better you know it's it's so much better and that's kind of crazy that there is that uh, they're both the same thing they're both ill-advised dumb remakes but this one is at least mostly entertaining you know and that's okay. like i'm gonna give it that like so you can get worse zero going for it so yeah i've like, only watched the yeah, total recall boring. remake like once and that was probably back in like 2013 so, so this film I mean, on its own better boring, than most of the boring, sequels but, like yeah, you know exactly, like, exactly i would rate this over a lot of movies you know yeah. but it's still it you know compared to the original it's but again you know, like it's, it's a footnote if anything i know that we're not at verdicts yet but like i would rather watch upgrade i would rather watch oh, upgrade's way better than this yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I would rather watch hardcore henry shit man i think that i would rather watch bloodshot than rewatching oh the 2014 no, no, no. RoboCop I gave this, again. I gave this a worse review that I gave Bloodshot a worse review than this movie. I mean, Bloodshot for me at least had some neat design elements. Yeah. It, it's a terrible movie, but it had real some bad. neat design elements. Real, real but it's yeah, like, no, the design element like that's the, and everything just looks so generic in this. Like, yeah, man. yeah, very Apple iPod. Fucking yeah, Apple, I, yeah, RoboCop, iPhone, RoboCop. Yeah, there's there's something more that you could do with this and i don't know i mean it's just like i mean it's like the RoboCop, characters are so RoboCop like was just... a 70s cylon and robocop 2014 he's very uh modern cylon yeah modern cylon but so 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 he looks like <laughs> sleek well well i mean most of the cylons on the modern battle star were all humans so i mean like you so know he's, he looks like Trisha helfer <laughs> when they're not being human -y. <laughs> like i don't know I, I i like yeah i'll put Trisha helfer in this film that'll be good but uh, <laughs> did we, probably we be cast as, as, as she'd probably be cast as as Clara Murphy, though, I mean, she can't do worse than Abby Cornish, but like, God, I hate that character. Um, <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's just like the characters in this, like, like there, there's a lot of like edge and like roughness in the first. Like, the first film isn't isn't terribly polished, but kind of in the right ways. Whereas this, like, has a very like, oh yeah, it's got a good grime, and this yeah. is just too clean for what's supposed to be a it's dirty city. Yeah, yeah. And and you know, it's it's also just like the characters are like too clean too. It's just mm -hmm, like yeah. everyone's very like like this is my one note for this character and I'm not going to really go that far outside the box with it. Um and you know, I mean like the whole thing is like I just if you gave some ambivalence to to Gary Oldman's character, maybe he'd be better, but I just like the fact that he's a good guy I think is wrong. Like everyone yeah. working at Omni, I was just so terrible. confused by yeah. that. That like when he changes weird. in that that uh, change of heart he has, 
Yeah, it doesn't feel natural at all. Yeah. No, he's like his motivations never make a ton of sense. And like all it would I, take, all it would take for that to make sense is just like one or two more kind of things in the build up with his character. But they only it was he was so balanced towards the more, oh, I'll do anything um to keep the research going uh side that it, it you know they didn't they didn't get the balance right. So that when he changed his mind. I thought it would yeah. actually be cool if he was like, well, I'm with fucking Robocop because he's the beast man, you know, like, and I'm scared of if he did it, if he did it out of a Oh, I like that. Yeah. Would be yeah. more interesting. Like, what uh, have yeah. I created? This can strike me down. Exactly. Yeah, no, that, then, that, that actually like, would have been cool. And then he's like Robocop's lackey, you know, kind of. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then also I think there gives you an opportunity to, you know, like, <laughs> I, you know, develop his assistant character more or something. Like, you know, give them motivation. Like, there's so many, like, like, underlings in this to add like you know and we we talked about johnson in the in the first film of just sort of being like yeah yay <laughs> got like two lines in the movie but like well. like he still feels like i i you know he has a little bit more like motivation of just sort of like i'm riding your coattail like what is the end game for all these other characters like like johnson clearly yeah. is like I, johnson as, johnson is kenneth in 30 rock you know he's like I mean, he's, he's is, the nice guy as, poised as to Miguel take it all over. gets gets promoted i'm gonna get promoted too so it's yeah. just like I, well, you know he yeah. knows johnson yeah. like you can build your whole story from the little elements they yeah. give you like he he yeah. he knows to stay out of the way and you'll get his time eventually and he'll get his time because they're all like, kill, they're literally killing each, kill each other, other. Yeah. And, and it's just but that's also like, why I'm he recommends to miguel ferreira to like you know don't step so out cool. of line just just play along and because yeah. like he's on that you know just nepotistic no he's, he's very much and... i'm going to i'm going to back whatever horse i think is going to win um mm-hmm. and you know he does that and it's like i think that that's one of the other problems is like all these other like corporate lackeys all just kind of have like they've already reached the pinnacle of their career yeah they're they, gonna they, go they've already been established and, and we don't see any and, of it yeah and, and, just like, and like think about like the intensity of like jones in the bathroom as well yeah you know, when he pins him down, it's like it's such an intense scene it's yeah really like and it and it makes it makes everything about the corporate stuff um really hammered home so that the ending isn't that ridiculous you know it's like uh with someone getting blown away and everyone be like ha it's like all those things build <laughs> yeah to get to this insane ending and make and it makes sense and that's why it's a masterpiece because yeah like, no i mean it's all I, these crazy I, things that shouldn't work that coalesce into a great story you know yeah i mean other other than the maddox i don't really feel like any of the characters have kind of like strong motivations for like what what is their thought on how they're processing this they don't have different point of views like I, it's just yeah. sort of like so i think that you know with norton i think that there's a that I feel like you could develop his um, assistant character a little bit better to sort of have that bridge there of maybe she's more sympathetic to like, hey, we're selling out doing this and Mm -hmm. eventually convinces him um, that that's what they're doing. And then we get that change of heart. Like that makes sense to me. Like, I I don't feel like uh, Jay Bruchel or uh, the other executive that hang out with uh, Michael Keaton all the time really have a different point of view than Michael Keaton. And I feel like no, they're just very yes men. They're very yes men, and I kind of would like them to be sort of like the more like like I basically all of them have like different warmongery perspectives of like how this is good for business without looking at you know, and ultimately like Keaton's always siding with like the 
least humane a uh, position. Um, mm -hmm. And maybe even like pitting the two of them against each other in weird ways, you know? So like, I, I think that's an opportunity and, you know, and, and like, yeah, they don't, they don't do that at all. You know, yeah. there's, there's like, that's yeah. something you could, that's something you could totally do and make it be like your own thing, but also like the original movie, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's one that you could sneak in there and it not be like you're ripping it off. You, you, you can, you can take it where you want to and then yeah. stay and stay true to that part of the original but yeah they don't even it's more yeah. like it's more like they're just like a brainstorming team yeah they're just more like a brainstorm I mean, because I, it's, you know that's the thing it's like maddox like clearly he's like the cyborg program is a step down and we need to like just eliminate it and i like that and he, that perspective is consistent and it's why he's like probably my favorite of the villains in this um but you know Oh, like otherwise, it's I mean, just like Jackie everyone's... Haley's not a bad yeah. actor. Like, no, this yeah, movie is great. full of like good actors in just and he's good in this. Roles. You know, they're they're what keep. That's why I'm saying, like, you know, it's it's kind of a step above some of these other ones because it's like at least they tried. It just fell apart, and they didn't have they didn't have something good, and they they forced it. You know, uh, so it doesn't work. But it, it, it doesn't feel like lazy, lazy like some movies i mean yeah. it just Except feels for the third act the third act feels, the third act very, feels pretty lazy but i mean lazy. And it definitely feels like like they started with an outline and then all the feedback they got for the outline pushed the script in the wrong direction yeah, <laughs> like, so, so like, it says nothing I, it's not very effective yeah it's just kind of a extremely neutered like wannabe commentary like that like has moments that like hint that it might go there and like I, I do think it has some commentary about like how right-wing media has become propaganda um and that's Which again i wish the most this movie came thing out like does, two years but, like, later yeah mm. because i do think that all the pat novak sequences like like his bombast is really really good um mm -hmm. but like otherwise is like everything falls a little short and i just kind of wish that even with those pat novak sequences i wish they'd gone to like the original of like inserting those ridiculous commercials and like other footage mm -hmm. um than just having him but um no or I it guess, would have made I guess... it more interesting but again like that goes back to world building too like it would yeah. make the world more interesting because you know what world you're in instead of just going for this specific narrative and that's oh and i guess i guess i'm wrong about out saying that that murphy and his fa murphy and lewis and, and murphy's family are the only characters that carry over because uh uh the uh on the ground reporter also is one of the it has the same name as the anchor in the original i believe so um the yeah. jess perkins character so but. the other clever 2014 cop satire action movie is 21 jump street oh yeah that's great I mean, yeah yeah such a good movie compared to this that's yeah. the spirit of robocop kind of it's a little bit more pro cop but uh oh yeah. no Le legit like if you want to watch a better movie than this watch upgrade oh yeah upgrade like yeah. upgrade is so it like i fucking love the shit out of that movie i would have watched I that again today if that. it was on something yeah. uh but hey before we sign off we've got to do it like we're close we're close pork we're really close pork. that's not what i was saying i, really, yeah. I said i said i sign off on your recommendation oh yeah. okay yeah i'm um, also cool with you know signing off soon. yeah i think we can get to verdicts probably yeah. I think uh, we said we need first to say. off was this remake needless uh Absolutely. three two one yes yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
all right just so we get through that real fast uh, yeah um you know what i'm gonna do it weird this time let's do the uh 2014 first if it's a cedar oh. screw it uh okay. three two, <laughs> two one screw, screw it, it. <laughs> yeah i mean it's not the worst film i've ever seen but it's definitely a screw it so yeah if you want I... to watch a robocop watch the first watch the first one and yeah. then just watch all the other great movies in the world. Like you've got yeah. at least a few thousand movies. Probably. Yeah, like, I, know, I mean, like, in, does does Robocop, Robocop two falls completely off the rails? Right, like it's uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty it's bad, while, but it's yeah. better than this. Yeah, it, it's, better better than than it's better than the third one. Oh, the third well, one, sure I, and, the third, the third and the third one, one is worse than twenty fourteen. I, yeah. I would argue. Yeah, because they it's already so they already they already turned Robocop into a stupid baby brain bullshit back in the day and that's robocop 3 well, it's one of the worst kid, movies kids it's love it kids love it it sells toys it yeah, sells fucking like, toys <laughs> I, I think i'm gonna be a little you know that's why i want to it's a screw it but like not to that degree you know this is a better movie than robocop 3 for sure on hands down wait a screw it to which one 2014 uh, 2014 it's oh, a screw okay. it. it's a screw it but i'm just saying it's you know it's not like a it's not a hard screw it. yeah <laughs> that makes sense yeah. Well, again, like if you're gonna watch something that you want something to have like the similar vibe without having to be like RoboCop, RoboCop, upgrade, Hardcore yeah. Henry. Um, yeah. What watch our RoboCop remake on Vimeo.com? Uh, like that's more enjoyable than the the 2014 RoboCop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, and then you know there are other movies that co- cover other themes in interesting ways that are you know I mean if you want to watch something about uh police brutality like seriously check out the french film blame is rob like it is like like everyone was annoyed that like a uh, portrait of a woman on fire didn't get the nomination and late Ms. rob did but like blame is rob has a lot of interesting things to say about um police involvement in uh uh poor communities um and like it's complex and it's a fucked up movie but you know i like it much better than portrait of a lady on fire or whatever that was i like that movie a lot but that's you know because that movie's fine i just don't think not passionate things yeah yeah (laughs) no that movie's fine i just think that everyone freaked out and i was like but the other film i think it was maybe it was a scooch overrated but i really liked it it's good but it is overrated so scooch yes all right, who wants to give their verdict to 87 first? I mean, okay. uh, well, I was going to say, isn't this going to be universal? I don't know, but Dan's... Dan's oh, no, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's going to be universal. So, uh, I'm pretty um... sure it's going to be universal. Should we just do, like, another countdown again so we can yeah, rush through? Yeah, why not? All right, three, two, one, see it! See yeah. it! Like, as much as I'd said it's dated, I still think it has interesting ideas and concepts, and especially if you can view it within the context of where it came out. Um, It's interesting of how it pushed the genre in ways that now these ideas that were probably a little bit more revolutionary at the time now seem generic. So, you know. Well, also seems like scarily accurate for the timeline that we're on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's but always like, depressing. I, I Isn't it, like I love this movie when I saw it when I was way too young to see it the first time, and I still love this movie like thirty years later after the first time I saw it. Thirty plus years later after the first time I saw it. Uh 
I still have a lot of fun watching this movie. It's it's one of those like Jurassic Park that like, oh, I'll throw this on as background noise. And then I just like find myself drawn into it. Yeah. You know, watching the ED 209 being defeated by stairs. Always <laughs> yeah. a good moment. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think uh, like the fact that Paul Verhoeven got to make this and Starship Troopers in Hollywood is just like one of my favorite things that ever happened. They're both, yeah, it's it's extremely like, anti-corporate. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're just like magical little movies that, um, you know, uh, he he can't direct without extreme passion and the passion comes through in every single part of this movie and then uh in starship troopers he really proves he's a great director because he's telling them to be dispassionate because it's that side of fascism Mm -hmm. um that they're profiling because you're following the fascist as opposed to uh the anti-fascist um this I love when the guy gets shot in the dick a lot. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, really... Fun fact, fun fact. Initially, that scene was supposed to have like her getting her cheek grazed. Like what Verhoeven initially wanted was her getting her cheek grazed and mm. him getting his head shot out. But then she saw how wide apart she was holding her legs and how she was being held. And it's like, can we do that? It's like, hell yeah, we can do that. So that's how we got the uh, dick shooting. <laughs> awesome. Uh, it's just wall-to-wall fucking great ideas, uh, really uh, energetically executed. Um, like, I-, I can't say enough good things about it. It's one of my favorite movies ever made. Like, And that goes for Total Recall too. but this movie, this movie feels like it's going to last longer. It's just like indelibly part of the culture forever. And like, not to mention all the fucking video games and shit, and that was inspired by elements of RoboCop. Um, to this day, even stuff is is aping on RoboCop, big and 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 taking so many uh, ideas from it. You know, it's like Alien, or it's just one of these like tentpole important movies. If if you're into like uh, uh, genre, trying to sneak in social commentary, which is like my favorite kind yeah. of movie. You know, yeah. Oh, that is one thing I wanted to mention that pissed me off about the remake as well. Um, so, like, part of the reason why RoboCop got made was the success of Terminator. Mm-hmm. Um, in the RoboCop remake, when the credits start, they sort of go into the da da dun da dun da dun dun da dun like the theme from the initial Terminator, <laughs> and it's like, are you supposed to be like setting, like trying to set up, like? A Robocop versus Terminator, which would be rad, but I don't want to see those universes don't match. Yeah, those (laughs) universes do not overlap. Well, they they got to meet in a comic and in in the Mega Drive or a Sega Genesis video game, and that's that's where they that's 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 the canon, and they should never do it again. They try and do any other version, it would be a point pointless remake because you can play. I mean, how can it possibly go wrong? Like, are you going to try and tell me that like Alien versus Predator is going to be bad? Ugh. It's so disappointing yeah. that that sucked. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You hire right, Paul well, W.S. Anderson, you get what you pay for. Yeah. <laughs> I still like W.S. Anderson. Fuck you all. I, mean, like, I, I, like, I, like, I like Mortal the two Kombat. Movies Mortal that Kombat. I like That's a future then... needless remake. There yeah. we go. Set it. It's know. done. Uh... I, I had to sit through seven Resident Evil movies, okay? Yeah. Had, had to? Anyway. Had to. Mandatory can we go? order. Yeah. Um, 
All right. Uh, so, wow, it's unanimous on both. It's a see it on RoboCop and a screw it on RoboCop. What a surprise. If you can't yeah. tell, I was talking 87 for see it and 2014 for screw it. Um, uh, Dan, pitch your thing. Uh, yeah, you can check out my webcomic at withfetus.com. Pork, you want to you pitch your movie rating? Oh, yeah. yeah I'm uh, Meyer Lurk on Critiker.com. Sweet deal. Emily, you want to pitch our thing we haven't recorded for like a month and a half? I swear to God, it's coming back. Uh, uh, TJ and I also do another podcast sometimes uh, called New England Beer Reviews. And we talk about beer and drink it. And yeah, it's cool. You should check it out. But and sometimes honestly, I'm, life I'm, happens. I, I, I did do a review of Blackberry. Just want to shout out. I did watch a new movie. It is good and recommend it as well. So you Sweet can deal. review if you want to know more. <laughs> Man, I watch movies too and actually remember to check them in because I watched like Renfield and Creed 3 and I, I had saw, things well, to say about them. <laughs> yeah, I need to see one of those. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Renfield is more fun than you expect it to be. But uh, I just it, there's damn. only so much Nick Cage I can take, and and usually it's, yeah, it's my, a commercial my might be pushing it. Like my so. Nick Cage levels are way higher than yours. Williams I need Wonderland. more Nick Cage in my life. Creed uh, is my least favorite of the Creeds, but it's still kind of good. I'm just curious to see Michael. Oh, I like the direction. Director, like, so. I like yeah. the direction. That, that's oh, I think really he's gonna what be, I got. I think I'm looking forward to seeing. Yeah, he, he, yeah, that's I, what I, I'm I most like curious. His little tricks yeah. and gimmicks and stuff. Yeah, to see. It's actually see just his, be, his yeah. anime references. It's because the formula got just hit one too many times too similarly, but it's it's yeah. still good. It's still good. It's solid. Yeah. It's if it was on, I would say see it. Great. Well, it's on Prime. You can watch it. See Ooh. it. Yeah. Uh, but hey, we've been Cedar Screwed. I've been. TJ alongside Emily, Dan, and Porek. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, as long as that still exists. Uh, you can give us money at patreon.com. Uh, we are going to end up recording a bonus episode sometime in the future when we have a second chance to record in a week. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm not even going to give you guys a chance for a final word because I've got the final word and it's in tribute to my deceased stepfather. I like it. Because uh, <laughs> he would Bye. he would often pull that out. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>